in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Topic Thunder. Here from the Top 10 Show, I am John Roca. And I am Matt Nost, and this is a show we do each and every week for our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. Uh, they email in whatever they'd like us to talk about at an email address that is specifically for them. And we have no idea what it is until we read the question. So usually it leads to some uh, pretty great conversation. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. If you donate at the, if you're a supporter at the $5 and above level, you get to send in your questions, comments, or thoughts, and we talk about them. And like Matt said, could be a topic from anything at all. Food. We've talked food. We've talked travel. We've talked entertainment. We've talked sports. Uh, we've talked it all for God's sake. So it's all in play. Uh, if you're a, a patron at the $5 and above level there at the address above my head, if you're watching on YouTube or as Matt just stated, patreon.com slash the top 10. So if you like this show, and it's your first time watching the show and you want to support the show and be part of it, do so up there. All right, Matt, let's do it. What's our first one? Uh, just as a heads up, you are pixelated on my screen. I don't know how oh, I look on no, yours. Not again. Am I? No, I look fine on mine. Okay. We Should in, I? Well, I'll, I'll dip out and come back in while you okay. uh, uh, do the question. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll read the question. Go ahead and start that. This is from uh, Reagan Lovig. Says I recently rewatched the party and was reminded how Jack Nicholson didn't seem to care that his Boston accent was very slight or really not there in most cases. This made me consider other performances in which the actor or actress either nailed their accent like a champ or totally annihilated the accent like a chump. Uh, what are some of the standouts for you? Uh, so it was talking about Jack Nicholson and Departed, and then mm-hmm. who's done good accents and who's done terrible accents, right? Uh, in movies. Terrible accents. I mean, how do you not start it? Am I okay? Am I still pixelated? Yeah, no, you're good. Okay. Uh, I mean, how do you not start it? Uh, uh, Kevin Coster in uh, Robin Hood. I mean, First thing in, I thought of in and out, in and out. At least to Christian uh, Slater was like, I'm not even going to try an accent. Uh, I, yeah. I'm Southern California boy. You're not doing it. I'm not doing it. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're top of the call sheet. So if you said fuck it, I, I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, Dick Van Dyke. Oh yeah, Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are the classic uh, ones. But one of the ones most recently, are there any that you like thought were terrible? Well, I mean, Malkovich, that Russian accent. And rounders. In rounders, yeah. Whoa. I will splash the pot whenever <laughs> the fuck I want. I don't. I've met a lot of Russian people. They don't know speak like that. Not entirely sure. Ray but finds I'm, when he does an American accent. It's a oh, little yeah. it's always yeah. like mm, I don't know about that one. But his accent in Bruges is fantastic because that's not even like his region of accent. You compare his English accent in uh, Bo- the Bond films versus his accent in uh, in Bruges is completely different uh, in terms of region. Nails it, you know. Those are not that easy to do. I've seen some Americans do some terrible Southern accents or terrible New York accents. Yeah, that's for sure. Just because it's regional, it doesn't mean you can do it because it's in your country. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, 
Oh shit. I just had one. Oh, I, not really accent as far as movies, but have you heard Charlie Hunnam in an interview these days? Oh no. Uh, no. Why is he doing an American accent? His, well, I think he's done an American for so long that yeah, it's yeah. hard to even place where his accent is from anymore. <laughs> and his natural speaking voice. It's like, it sounds English and South African and Australian right. and American all kind of wrapped up into one. Right. It's like a weird, I, I'm not just been, I guess, doing American parts for so long. It's a, you know, a yeah. change to speech. But I just saw him on a clip from, uh, I can't remember where. Yeah. I was like, where, where the fuck is he from? Well, it's like a Madonna going over to England with Guy Ritchie and all of a sudden oh, she had a British just... accent. You were like, what are you doing? Like, that what was... are you doing? Well, I think Hunnam's is not, he's not trying to affect any kind of accent. It's just, it's gotten so muddy, whereas Madonna was just being pretentious. She was, she was. Uh, Why does she get to get away with that? It's mind blowing to me. She doesn't. We're giving her shit. That's true. That's true. But like the overall populace, you know, still accepts her, doesn't ding her for it. And they're cool with it because of course she's a pioneer. No one's going to deny that. But like, she still does some outrageous shit that you're just like, come on, like. Are you still? Do you still need the stroke? You you need to now do the British accent to seem like superior. Do you still need the stroke at this point? It's just mind blowing. Like when was the last time she put out an album? I couldn't even tell you. Probably a couple of years ago. Knowing her, she's been prolific even in her later years. Man, she just did a concert series or concert tour in 2018 as well or 19 something like that. She was all over the world with her stuff. Man, she had that hit with uh, Justin Timberlake, the four what, four minutes or whatever, and. She tries, man. She's out there. You know? I'm sure she is. Uh, what yeah. you know? That's what she's always done. But <laughs> I couldn't. Well, I mean, she, it's been 15 years or something since I yeah. heard, knowingly heard a song of hers. You know who's good at accents? Vigo. Vigo's really good at accents. Yes. Yeah. Vigo did that uh, Latino accent for Carlito's Way, and he didn't like. It wasn't an insult what he did, and then he did that accent in Eastern Promises. And he was really good in Eastern Promises with well, that accent. He speaks something like seven or eight languages. Yeah. So very educated man. Nice. He's an interesting dude. He does that. He's yeah. an, actually, he's a good artist. If you've ever yeah. seen any of his art, it's yep. pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. You know, just multi-talented. Got a lot of irons in the fire. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Who else is really good at accents? I mean, I guess... Yeah. Meryl Streep and Iron Lady. Yeah, yeah, Meryl Streep. Certainly Jillian Anderson in The Crown. Yeah. Fantastic with that accent. Of course, she's she's been there for so long now. She's almost kind of assimilated. And that's different, right? Because that's an actress. She's not doing the interviews in a British accent. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, she, 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 do, she does her British accent on the projects that she's on, but she doesn't do the interview. She's an American woman. She's from the Midwest. She knows. Like, it's, just, it's pretentious to put that shit on. Um, who else? Let's see. Uh oh, Brian Julie Reynolds. Julia Roberts was terrible in Mary Riley with that Irish accent. No. Uh Ryan Reynolds in what? In what? Uh just the fact that he's pretty much the only Canadian actor that I it never slips in any kind of interview that you can tell <laughs> he's Canadian. <laughs> he's he's as American as a Canadian can get. Because usually there's something, an A is thrown in just accidentally or uh, a colloquialism that is Canadian that isn't used here. Right. Uh, right. And I've never once heard anything out, out of Ryan Reynolds that would indicate Canadian. Oh shit, man. We dropped the ball here. Daniel day Lewis. Mm-hmm. I mean, his accents have been incredible, right? I mean, 
even yeah. from there will be blood. Obviously, you know, he's um, in the name of the father, then into um, uh, uh, gangs in New York. He's stellar yeah. with his accents, man. Um, that was almost a given, though. So I, that's, right. you know. Okay. Well, I just, he's one of the best. He morphs into whatever character yeah. it is. Kate Blanchett. Blanchett does great accents. Yeah, she does. She does right? do great accent work. Yeah, a bunch Correct. of those Australia, like Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, Jack, when he does Jack an American. Up. I can't tell the difference. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, I was watching a, a British show. I want to recommend something to you. Uh, it's on PBS. It just started. Have you guys watched Miss Scarlet and the Duke? Have you guys started this yet? A uh, number. I think we've done four of the six. <laughs> we'll watch. We just watch one a night because we don't want to burn through it too quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we tore through the first three episodes yesterday. <laughs> we're terrible, man. We're fucking terrible. We, as soon as we find something, it's like, ah, da, 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 da. I know. Well, yeah, yeah. We just go back to um, our filler TV has been Veep. It's the second oh, time. Oh, nice. Veep. Nice. But that show uh, is so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. It, it's just the cut downs are so just, just vulgar yeah. and surgical. Yeah. And just hilarious. Oh, what about Hugh Laurie? Do you like his American accent? Yeah. House and in Veep? Pulls it off every time. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, he's always good. Um, I mean, a bunch of those British. uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. So I I rewatched Black Mass just because I felt like his Boston is so terrible. It's so terrible. Horrific. Yeah. For as good as that guy is and everything else, man, that Boston accent is one of the worst. Oh, I don't disagree with you, man. It is bad. It is so bad. Um I like Cliff Curtis. Do you don't know, remember him? Yeah. You know yeah. Him, right? Yeah. yeah. His uh he can like his gangster his uh, East LA gangster in, in training day was yeah, he plays everything. Spooky, but he's yeah, he's run the gamut of all the different characters. Cause I think he's from New Zealand. I think he's Maori or have a Maori descent, I think, but um yeah he's incredible um, yeah uh, i mean plays middle eastern guys yeah, and yeah. latinos and yeah covers the spectrum yeah uh <sighs> uh those are good any ter- any other terrible ones come to mind trying to winslet does an o- a good uh, an okay american accent so i can't falter on that one uh winslet yeah Sure. I thought Bridget, what's her face? Uh, Renee Welser, Zellweger did a good job with Bridget Jones. Accent wise, maybe. I, I've seen I've seen the first one. I've never seen any of the others, so I couldn't really. Gotcha. I gotcha. remember it being good, but it's also been a long time. Hmm. Um, yeah, we said Meryl Streep already, so that pretty much covers the gamut. Yeah. Do you think DiCaprio's good at accents? What in Blood Diamond that yeah. Afrikaners? Yeah, it was yeah. all right. I know some people, some people that know more. I I recall at the time saying it was it was fine, right. but I don't know any different. So it was good to me. I thought Chadwick Boseman's African accent was fantastic for Black Panther. Sure, I he did a really good job with that. Yeah, I was trying to think of Denzel if he's ever done, but I couldn't uh, think of a single. Well, yeah, Cry Freedom. He played Cry Rico. Freedom. There you go. Good yeah. call. Yeah, yeah, he was good in that. Him and Kevin Klein. I remember that film. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, yeah, I think we've answered this one. I think 
Yeah, sure. Thank yeah. you, Mr. Lovig, uh, yeah. for sending that in, and we are going to move on. Absolutely. All right, this one's from Lemke. Ah, Lemke. I'm going to Lemke. I'm going to have your job, shithead. Uh, what's up, Matt and John? In regards to the recent attack on Capitol Hill. Oh, here we go. I want to ask a question about... No, just kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Even I'm burnt out on this uh, level of miserableness. So fair enough, Chris. Uh, my actual question is, if you could give any director a redo, not a reboot, but an actual second chance on a film... Who would you give the opportunity to? There's certainly plenty. Coppola on Godfather 3. Uh, the Wachowskis on a Matrix sequel. Spielberg on Indy 4. Schumacher on Batman and Robin. So who uh, who do you have right who do you have right there wrong? Hmm, interesting. Good question, Chris. Damn. Well, I think Schumacher on Batman is out for me. Yeah, you think he'd still make the same movie? I because I've yeah. seen the behind the scenes and He's so dismissive of the entire endeavor. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's because the studios are making him do it. He's just like, I don't want to do it. No, put the nipples on the bat suit now. But that was, I believe, his choice. You Uh, think so? All right. Yeah, but the rest of the time, you know, hey, what's my direction in the scene? I see like like, behind the scenes and actors talking about it. And he's always like, it's a cartoon movie. And you're like, why are you doing this? Uh (laughs) Just Whereas, say the line. Just say the line. Yeah, exactly. Let's fucking get out of here. <laughs> You're it's making like, oh. millions. Um, um, where Spielberg has said Indy Four is a dud. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think he would come back and actually change things. I think mm-hmm. Coppola wants to is still pushing the narrative that Godfather Three is good. Well, he redid it and released it. I bought it the other day. He did a whole new cut of it uh, and edited some stuff out, okay. put some stuff in. So I haven't watched better? it yet. I haven't okay. watched it yet. I'm going to watch it on Saturday. I've set aside the morning to wake up, put it on in the office, and see if it's any damn good. Um, but yeah, uh, so he's already had his shot at redoing it, so to speak. Um, Wachowski is on a Matrix. That's interesting because, of course, one of the Wachowskis is doing Matrix 4. Um, and I wonder if they could work together to do the two sequels again. Because at the time, I think one was transitioning, mm. uh, and one was one might have been thinking about transitioning, but hadn't th- thought made the decision yet. So um, I think that would be interesting. Uh, and I'm not trying to dead name here in case anybody is um, upset or anything like that. I just want to make sure I'm being respectful here. But uh, I think they were. I think they would. I think now. I don't know if they were. I don't. I don't I, there must be a reason they're not working together on Matrix Four. So okay. I don't know if they would work together to redo the two sequels. But I think the sequels of really reflect two people who are not 100% focused on the films to flesh out what they were trying to do. Because I think that first film is so excellent. It just shows that there's some issues there. Yeah. Mm. So I think Indy 4 has the best chance. I mean, you'll have to report yeah. back on the recut of The Godfather 3. But yeah, yeah. I, I would assume even he's – I mean – Sophia's still in it, dude. I know. So, he, I saw him it. defending it the other day, and she's like, she's great in it. You're like, she's really not, man. Yeah. There's a reason we all have a distaste for it. It's the reason she doesn't do it anymore, acting. There's yeah. a reason for that, you know? And do we feel bad saying this, you know, 20-some-odd years on? Yeah, still a little, yeah, for me. Sure. Because, uh, you know, she tried, and she was young. and Right. right. Uh, but that's the game, man. Once you do something in film... 
you're subject to the acceptance or the rejection of it for the rest of your life. Really? It's the game. It's the game. There's yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. It just to. I'm not trying to bash someone, her. Right? What's that? We're not trying to bash her. We're just giving yeah. our opinion. Yeah. I, I just, to ask such a young actress or actor, whoever it may be, to join the most prestige of prestige, pro, you know, projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other two movies are classics. Good luck. You're like, yeah, oh, fuck. Um, and then to be basically what everybody points to is oh. the fault. Of the third one, just like, man, that's fucking brutal. Now we got Rocky Balboa. We got Creed and Creed two, but I give Stallone another shot at Rocky five. I think he had the bones of something that at the time was, I mean, when you watch the film, it's so nineties that it's ridiculous, but what he wanted to address I think we have caught up as a society to be open to that possibility. We don't want to see our heroes necessarily go through brain damage and mental health uh, issues as a result of the brain damage, but exploring what could have ha- what could happen to someone who has taken so many blows to the head mm-hmm. from so many powerful people, um, I think could be really interesting. So I think there would still have been a way for him to do Rocky Five. And kind of have that vibe of Rocky Balboa, which I think is an imperfect film, but it's give him another chance at doing Rocky Five with a little more of the Rocky uh, feeling and emotion to it and less of the depression and sadness to it. I think there could have been something more to explore here uh, for sure, because there's it asks you to believe way too many stupid things that, you know, that Rocky would actually sign over his shit to Pauly, who he doesn't trust and has never trusted since yeah. day one. You know, it's like, it's not absolutely, there's no way Adrian would let him sign over their shit to Pauly. No fucking way. So just like those prep, the premise in the movie doesn't, <laughs> I'd give him another shot at that. Yeah. It's just a, a plot device to get Rocky back to being poor. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. It is. And of course it's, it's like Pauly's fault. The dark Knight rises. There's no way that trade is legally allowed to go through. <laughs> oh, What's going on in the U S as we're recording this. Right, right, right. Oh they've yeah. Shut down. Yeah. They've shut out poor people, not huge hedge funds yeah. from speculating just like the hedge funds and the big boys do. Yeah. There's no way that trade that, that has bothered me since the first time I saw it in the theater. And it's like, they would nullify that trade. And then it compounds from there of like, so he had no liquidity and a house that he had to build from scratch. He did it with a mortgage. Like he was all on credit. Really? All right. How about that? Christopher Nolan, another shot at, at Dark Knight Rises and fixing that. Would you? Well, I was going to say to you, yeah. would you do it for any of the Star Wars? Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Which I, one? I would allow JJ to finish the, to do all three, do the full trilogy. Yeah, do the full trilogy because I, and and remove Ryan. Not nothing against Ryan Johnson. I know a lot of people love Last Jedi. Some people, I I, I certainly like most of the film, not all of the film. But I I, I would uh, I think I would do that because obviously there were issues behind the scenes between JJ and Kathleen. At least that's what I think. And he wasn't able to come back and do the second one. And I think they realized. I think Kathleen thought. Um, I don't want to see arrogantly, but I think Kathleen was very confident in her opinion that Ryan Johnson was the way to go. Mm-hmm. And then that film came out and absolutely shattered the fandom. Absolutely shattered the fandom. You can't deny that. And so I, w- in order to avoid that, and that's something she's never been able to get away from, to be honest with you. Uh, so 
to avoid that, I would let JJ do all three of the movies um, and remove Ryan because I don't think Ryan would change a damn thing in his movie. I think he's very no. proud. And the, well, the, the fact of the matter is, JJ's now when you go back and look at it, it's just like you. What were your ideas? Mm-hmm. And what did yep. you come with? And because sometimes you bring up stuff like a uh, Maz, whatever her name is. Yeah, Maz Kanata. Yeah. 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 When Han is like, where'd you get his lightsaber? Like, that's a story for another day. And just like, we never get that story. And she yeah. never really returns as any kind of serious character. And then he's just, you know, yeah. a square uh, peg into a round hole, the emperor into the final one. You're yeah. like, why? Where did the emperor come from? See, I think I would go with Lucas and be like, redo the prequels. Now that you've heard all our criticism. Ooh. Dude, he wouldn't change a fucking thing. I see. I think he might now you just like do a, a blend of practical plus the green screen. And uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, there was a hubris there, though, man. I, of course there right. was. Maybe an older, more settled George Lucas yeah. does a better job with those prequels. Yeah. Hearing the depression of Natalie Portman, hearing... Watching how Hayden Christensen was essentially banished from films, Jake Lloyd, what happened to him, uh, what happened to the gentleman, the actor who played uh, Jar Jar Binks. So, yeah, that's a fair point. Maybe, yeah, maybe George Lucas comes back and, um, you know, hears the criticisms and makes adjustments. And he's seen what Disney's done with it and how the fans reacted to that and comes back and is like, you know what, I can do a slight tweak. Although... I saw that Disney announced that they're thinking about redoing the new trilogy on Disney plus. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus guys, dead horse. Yeah. Uh, And then the next trilogy will not be a Skywalker trilogy. Right. Right. And then, but maybe, but no, 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 we're not going to do it, but possibly. And you're like, just make up your minds. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, we could use something new. Yeah. Anything else? I wonder. Yeah, there's got to be. Let's see who you have. What about uh, you know Ridley with Prometheus? Oh my God! Hey, just trim some of this bullshit. You got a lot of good here. I mean, maybe, but I mean, he had he had Alien Covenant, and he he crapped the bed even worse in Alien Covenant than he did in Prometheus. True, very true. That was rough to watch, dude. Oh. X-Men Apocalypse and then X-Men Dark Phoenix. I, I would absolutely, after all our criticisms, and look, I'm not one to bring Brian Singer back into the fold. I think he's an absolutely uh, you know, morally bankrupt human being. But maybe you give him a chance to redo those two X-Men, because clearly he can make good X-Men movies, but a lot of shit must have been going on for him to make that. And I know uh, I know he didn't do Dark Phoenix, but he did um uh the what's the uh shit um no, uh, apocalypse apocalypse he did apocalypse and putting oscar isaac and all that purple grimace uh makeup and outfit yeah. it just the movie's movie. fucking terrible yeah so maybe he tries that one again i almost think apocalypse is worse even though from being honest dark phoenix is but as soon mm. as i saw the trailer for dark phoenix i was like that's dog shit yeah, you knew expectations yeah. wise. Yeah, this is going to be terrible. Whereas yeah. Apocalypse, you're like Brian Singer, Oscar what? Isaac. This yeah. could be really interesting. And then from super early on, it's like this doesn't make sense. This doesn't yeah. make sense. And wow, we're five minutes in. I already have three things where my brain is 
three things in I've already suspended disbelief in a world where mutants exist and I'm fine with it. <laughs> Yeah. And you've done three things that don't make a lick of fucking sense. And you're like, right. okay. Like the stupid blocks to close off the entrance for a peer. Like that doesn't, why is that the solution to this? <laughs> there's much easier solutions to this problem. It looks cool. Okay. But there's a practicality to all I, of this. I, I got two for you. Um, and they're the same character. <clears throat> I would actually give Gavin Hood another shot at the first Wolverine movie because of that conversation I had with him at Collider. I had to cut out those 20 minutes where he talked to me about what really happened behind the scenes of that movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what he told me, I was just like, wow, there's no way you were ever going to make a good movie with all the shit that went down behind the scenes in that movie. So giving him another shot at it to do what he wanted to do with the film, which was a whole other thing. Uh, And a Deadpool was never going to be silent. Like he had all these other ideas that the studio was, rejected i don't want to say too much i don't want to get in trouble but like and also giving uh mangold another shot at, at origins wolverine as well or whatever that one was uh the wolverine i guess yeah. the wolverine and having him fix that last half an hour of the movie because man everything leading up to that half i an know hour, it's really cool right there's I a mean, lot of really cool in that the yeah the, 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 the train scene train oh, car i was about yeah. to say the train, I almost you know searching yeah. for something other than a subway because it's not a subway but the train car fighting on top and oh. the, it was like a comic book come to life. I'm like, this yeah. is awesome. It was stellar. Yeah. I mean, I might recast that, uh, the blonde actress who played the, the lizard girl, whatever I, she was, but take that out. There's yeah, no need for it. A thousand percent. Take it out. Yeah. That's even yeah. better. Even better, man. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a better film. There's a way better ending to that film than what they yeah. defaulted to. And that, that makes me believe that the studio once again meddled. Uh, in this situation, and it seems like they stayed out or new people were in charge of the studio let Mangold do Logan. I watched it again the other night, dude. God damn it, I love that fucking movie, man. Just love it to pieces. Love it to pieces. So, yeah. I, I like that movie. I don't love it. Mm, okay. But I, it's kind of like uh, Blade Runner. Mm. I recognize the quality. I totally get it. It just, there are others that resonate more with me than, That's fair. than Logan. That's fair. Um, is there another disappointing movie you'd give a, a director another shot at? I'm trying to think. What about moving on from director? Would okay. an actor taking okay. an actor and actress taking a second run at? You know, you're too good for this. <laughs> okay, like Tom Hardy and Venom. You're too fucking good for this weird accent. Wait, it made eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, man, they're doing a sequel. That's fine. So do Transformer movies. Doesn't yeah, mean those are good doesn't mean the acting performances in them are so excellent that you want to you know tom hardy that's the only time i've ever seen him where i questioned his ability as an actor oh wow it did the accent the posturing accent was weird yeah choice of the how he wanted to portray that character is like he was a meathead but supposed to be this world-renowned investigative journalist and it's like (laughs) i don't understand this choice hey mr c yeah yeah (laughs) He's going to get to the bottom of Riz Ahmed, who's, you know, Elon Musk in essence. Right, right. And he outwits him and just like, I I, I believe that Tom Hardy could do that, but yeah. his portrayal of this character makes me believe this character could not do this. Right, right, right. That's a great point, actually. Yeah, and it's just like, I, dude, I love you and everything, and this is the first time I've ever questioned yeah. your choices. Yeah. Because he's Don't been do. in some shit movies, you know, uh, that one with the 
uh, oh, the war one, but it was a love triangle. Him. Oh yeah, with uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah, war. This means war. This yeah, means yeah. war. Yeah. Movie sucks. Oh god, it sucks, man. He's yeah. good in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't blame him for that movie sucking. Right. Uh, I blame the script and the direction and the choices and the overall just tone of yeah. the project and everything else. Uh, but yeah, just like I, I don't know. Take a second run at that. I think you do better. Yeah, maybe. That's a great point, actually. Actors that could get a second run at something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good, excellent point. Um, and you could do, I, I, I do re, I do redo speed two. pretty much any sequel. Sandra Bullock's been in Miss Congeniality to speed to redo all those. Give her a shot at redoing all those for God's sakes. I think there was, there was possible franchise with both of those movies that just went up in smoke. I don't know how you don't wait for Keanu. How do you not wait for Keanu? How do you not go? You know what? What do you need? How much money? What's the time schedule? All right, we'll make it work. You know, what's it going to take? Oh, is that what it was? I thought Keanu just didn't want to do it. Dude, they put enough money in your face. You'll do it. They put enough money in your face. Yeah, but he's doing guest spots on to all the girls I've loved before, for God's sake. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, but they offered Mike Keaton like 18 or 20 Uh, million to do Batman 3. And he was like, I'm done playing Batman. And we kind of screwed him in this town. I feel like that's a whole, that's another great conversation too. Which actor turned down coming back to a role that you would like to have seen them tackle the next installment of the franchise? Yeah. Because um, Michael Keaton in, in uh, yeah, that would have been interesting. It's a whole other movie, man. It is. Well, then you got Burton coming back and it's a completely right. different movie. Yeah. As opposed to nothing wrong with the Val Kilmer. It's enjoyable. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is a great. This is a great. Thank you, Lemke. Bless you. Um, all right, we're at the thirty-minute mark. We should wrap it up here, Matt. I think. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you, Lemke, for another great question. That was a lot of fun to explore that. And thank you, Reagan Loving as well for that question. That was uh, another fun exploration of the world of movies. Uh, Matt, we should. What do we got to tell him here as we wrap up? Uh, well, I mean, if you're listening to this early in the morning, the day comes out. We do have the Golden Ticket live coming, uh, starting at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time today on today. the Thursday that you're listening. Uh, so check that out with us. You can go to youtube.com forward slash the top 10 podcast with the number 10, and you can watch it over there, uh, streaming live at 2 p.m. And good luck to the two finalists. Can't wait to have you on the show and see what you pick for a topic. Should be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Come in live. We'll answer some of your questions. Maybe we'll even bring some of y'all in live to get your reactions to the overall match, depending on how the time frame and the time constraints of the match, how far, how long it goes, whatever. But it's going to be fun and you'll be able to watch it live and comment uh, during the match. So that's going to be uh, a lot of fun, too. So all of that in play uh, as well. And Matt, we've got do we are we announce do we have a are we announcing another thing or are we have we already announced that second thing as well the live the other live yeah, uh, yeah. on the eighteenth yeah. the eighteenth yeah. of February yeah we're doing another live show eighteenth of February that one's at noon right that is at noon and that'll be for patrons at the ten dollar tier and up so yep. uh, if you'd like to watch that one with us uh, go to patreon.com forward slash the top ten with the number ten and join us um, and uh, we intend on so long as things go well uh doing this uh potentially a couple times a month going yeah. forward yeah yeah a little well, fun have, interacting yeah you'll have access to uh, jump on and watch the show as we do it live uh you know a couple couple times a month so um 
please join us over there and uh, join us for yeah. the Golden Ticket. There you go. You can follow Matt Nost at Matt Nost. Follow me at The Roca Says, and uh, we'll talk to you next time on another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Ooh.